Welcome to Hellas Footy Podcast, episode number 22. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Greg, how are you? Very good, George. Looking to get into tonight's episode. Beautiful. Nico? Yeah, good. Massive episode. Keen to rip into it. Perfect, perfect. Steve? Yeah, I'm excited to start talking about the ethnic your mother again and all the controversies that come with it. <laughs> Michael, how are you, mate? I'm good, George, and... Uh... Can't wait to get into this one. I've got much to say. You've got much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got so much to say. It's about the ethnic gear. So Are we get ready. Are going to hear some rants, Michael? I want rants. That's all I want. Have well, some like, water next year, buddy. Uh, yeah. Just like, sure. like, like I said, get ready. Just make sure you've got a glass of water <laughs> next year. That's it. Um, Anthony can't make it today due to some uh, other commitments. So uh, we'll hope to have him back next week uh, on the show. Yeah. All right. So we'll get things started. Um, Europa League. Steve. 3-1 loss. We, uh, we'll never overly, I don't know, we'll, we'll pessimistic at best, but 3-1 um, loss. We had a player um, bar pull out in the last minute there, um, so there was a bit of a rotational change there. And um, the game, yeah, you know, we were down 1-0 at half-time to an Odegaard, Odegaard goal. Uh, El Arabi pulled one back, um, but two late goals pretty much looks like have killed the tie. Steve, how did you say it? Yeah, disappointing. I think there was a big expectation after we knocked them out last season. Not that, not that we'd absolutely destroy them, because at the end of the day, Arsenal have better players than us on paper overall anyway. But, you know, we'd hope if we had a full-strength team that we'd actually be able to compete and maybe do something. And we, we did have, I believe we did have the psychological edge at first. And um, a lot of those goals were speculative efforts <laughs> And it was crazy, some of the ones that went in. Maybe Saar was at fault for maybe one or two of them, but I don't think he did as much wrong maybe as I initially thought um, to begin with. And, yeah, I, it's just there were certain things that went against us, unfortunately. And yeah. it looks as though this might be the end. Yeah, well, what do we need to reverse a 3-0 three, so three win? 3-0 win, do not concede. Do not, um, yeah, okay, that's, that's highly unlikely. Yeah. But, um, I've, I've been I've been speaking to Arsenal fans all week about it, and I've said if if we do score three, we will also concede two. So I don't even if we win by like score three goals, we won't go through. That's right. Now well, what four two? No four two isn't enough. No. Uh, uh, if it's three no, if it's three nil, no, we can four one five four. two. As long yeah, as it's okay. a three goal difference, it has to be yeah. a three goal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Hey, Greg. Yeah. What did you think of the Masuda Smith, mate? Ah. Uh, I was. Uh, I heard about the miss, and I saw the highlights, and I was quite. Uh, man, I only fell out of my seat. I couldn't believe what he did. Such a critical game, such an opportunity. All he had to do was square it, and it's and that, an open goal. He and did all I think it would have been one 0 at that stage. He did all the hard work, and then yeah. just he didn't. He didn't lift his head up at all, and then he just buried his. Uh, it was just that was a big turning moment. I thought, okay, yeah. This is why, um, you know, if this guy had his finishing boots on, if, you know, if he ever had his, he would be, you know, he'd be standing for Olympia course, he'd probably be a starter for uh, ethnic Yamada, um, maybe now with Zolis would be competition, but if this guy was able to put his chances away, he'd, he'd, he'd He'd really have a great career, but the chances he misses it, it, are just it incredible. But it was a difficult angle as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous I angle. Mean, Steve, what do you think that angle? Do you reckon it, it wasn't an, an easy opportunity and it was an easier chance for him just to look up and square it? That's what I mean, though. I've said it. I've said it before, and I said it before the recording. I just feel like this. This is one of the. This is one of the examples of Mazaras not 
having that great decision making and maybe that's why he's 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 great he's good for the super league you know he he does well he does have his purple patches and then he'll go off for like five weeks and not do anything even yeah. in the super league but just in europe we need we need a to find somebody who can do that like next kind of bit of the game where you can actually look up square it in that short space of time el arabi was free he was unmarked that would have been one nil that was the crucial moment for us that we didn't mm. take um and you know, I'm not gonna like scapegoat Mazuras. He's not the entire reason why we lost. It's oh, just a, no, another no. it's just another big just, chance in Europe that he's missed. It, and, it, and that's disappointing. It adds to it because we needed yeah. everyone to be on deck in that game to try to get the result at home and then exactly. Yeah, oh well the return leg, uh, miracles have happened, so we can never say never. So we'll uh um, we'll see what I happens. was gonna ask you guys, not long ago, Sal would have saved a lot of those goals, right? Like he used to be an absolute machine with uh and I saw yeah. the goals and I thought, wow, 12, you know, 12 months ago, this guy's saving this. So I don't know what's happened there. He made I a mean, couple of good saves against the Bambian, Greg. It's, I think the, yeah. he was off. He was out of position, didn't expect Odegaard's shot. Um, the second goal, again, looping header, which got called back for VAR. And the third goal, I mean, the th- again, the third goal, possibly he could have done better. But uh, who, who expects on then he's come on and two minutes later score an absolute banger from outside the box? It was just yeah. ridiculous. I think also he's probably suffered a little bit with regards to the backline have not been consistent at all this year for us. I mean, last year the the, the backline picked itself. This year we've had. <laughs> I mean, you look at the back four now; they weren't even the back four starting at the start of the year. So, yeah, um, so there, there's yeah. Look, he's a bit out of whack there, but um, I think you know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we can pray, Steve. Let's see. Never know. Game's not I over till it's eBay. over. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. Well, we'll move on to um, Super League results. So there was a um, midweek match, a catch-up match of sorts. Uh, Lamia, 2-1 winners over Michael's Larissa. Uh, 34th minute goal to Adele was um, cancelled out there by a, just before half time a Divas Epasi own goal. Um, but in the 88th minute, um, Deletic got the winner for Lamia there. Michael. That was the game. That was the game. That was a hard loss to really take. It was two, two evenly matched teams. It was only going to be one winner, and that was Lamia. Both, both goals from set pieces, unfortunately. Um, it had we defended better, would have been a different result. Uh, the same goes for them. They conceded from a set piece. Uh, the Epassion goal was actually quite funny because it actually... Yakumovsky took the corner. It came off the post. And the ball hit his head and went straight in the, <laughs> straight in the net. So it's a bit un, bit unfortunate for him. But Delatic, he can piss off. Just piss <laughs> off, man. <laughs> Mate... He, he loves IL. He said it in the previous game when he burst us, and he scored against us in the next game to finish us off. That's, uh... Did he celebrate, Michael? I'll assume he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. No, well, it's hard. I mean, you know, he's a professional anyway, and he's got a lot to prove. His career's gone off the off the rails lately, so um, you know, he's starting to find some form for his club there. So. You never know. What is he? Is he on loan there from Ayak? Ayak. Yeah, he's on loan. Yeah. So did Ayak cancel his contract, or they still hold it, or I don't know how. No, he's still like just on loan at Lamia. 
Okay. All right. So yeah. there you go. All right. So maybe I can uh, you know, take him uh, back. Maybe. Uh, I'm she, not. It wasn't. He she, was. She he's good for a, an AL. Uh, sorry, yeah. for Lamia. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd take him back at A. Uh, fair enough. All right. Well, now the uh, round, the last round of the regular season before it splits up was all played all in one uh, one setting. Um, so all the matches together there. So we'll continue on. Olympiacos uh, had a 3-1 win over Larissa. So they uh, licked their wounds after their, uh, after their loss. Sorry, boys. Who's, who's listening to some stuff in the background? <laughs> Okay, that's better. Sorry, guys. Sorry, that that was me watching to see if Delatich um, celebrated, and he kind of uh, did. He kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to put the volume down. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is how on top of it we are. Greg's got the, the screens in the background there. Yeah, we're doing reactions now as well. <laughs> all right. Um, that's yeah. it. So, keep going. So, Olympiacos, 3-1 winners away from home um, over Larissa. Um, a penalty to uh, Hassan in the first uh, half in the 33rd minute then followed up in the 55th minute by an Andrutos goal. El Arabi scored the third and a consolation in the 85th minute by Nunic for um, for Larissa. Um, Michael, continue on mate. How did you see this one? Um, uh, we actually played Pretty decent football, uh, especially in the first half. Uh, we actually gave Olympiacos uh, headaches. We were getting into some great positions for to score some goals, but we didn't take our chances probably if we had kept our composure. Um, really, really tight first half, but um, a costly, costly mistake from Husino who brought down Hassan in the box. There's no question about it. It was a it's a hundred percent penalty. So. Yeah, and in the second half, the, the momentum switched to Olympiacos' side when they made a couple of changes. Uh, yeah, like bringing on that youngster Sulis, he I, he made a actually made, he actually he actually made a, a positive yeah. impact. Yeah, he came and, on the uh, minute. Yeah, he actually made a positive impact for Olympiacos uh, since the um, Tiago Silva for you guys was actually your weakest link in the midfield and our midfield of Stifler and Colombino was actually pressing him forcing him to uh, pass sideways and and not actually figure out how to break us down so we we figured that out Uh, Festa got the tactics right the formation as well but what what we got to watch out for and especially with the playoffs uh, that are coming up we got to stop making too many mistakes when we are being pressed and, cl- and try and just try and clear the ball. Like, don't hesitate to do it. That's that's our problem. Yeah, uh, it was it was an it was an interesting lineup. It was a change up lineup from the midweek match. Steve, how did you see? Yeah, I mean, um, it, I, I I fully agree with Michael. Um, I did quite well against us in periods, and it almost it's almost like uh, uh, the scoreline didn't quite reflect reflect the game itself. I mean. Um, Hassan, my boy, my king, scored again from a penalty, pulled up injured, so he's not available for, for Arsenal this uh, this Thursday, as far as I'm aware. Um, same with Valbuena, who came on like five minutes before the end of the game. Um, and Mazuras actually squared it this time. He did it a game late, so I guess there's something. <laughs> yeah, it was it was okay. I, I just think that there were certain I, there were certain players who were in the lineup um, that I just I thought, well, you know, no disrespect to Larissa, but this is the last game of the regular season. Just just play a couple of youth players. It was nice to see Sorolis come on. He, looked, he did okay. He looks yep. all right. 
it would be nice to see maybe one or two more. That's that's well, all I'd say from I, that. I think you got to balance it up after the loss. They need to, <clears throat> sorry, get their confidence up as well. The interesting yeah. thing I saw is uh, Jose Holevas started. Now he came on in the Champions League as uh, sorry, not Champions in the Europa League as well. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's something interesting happening there. Or should I not yeah, read too much into it? No, I mean, he played okay in against Arsenal, actually. He kind of brought a bit more defensive solidity to the back line when he came on. Um, and then in this game, yeah, he, I think he did fine. Nothing of no. And then also another conceded goal from a set piece against yeah. Larissa. So, um, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Still don't know how to defend from corners. Well, that's right. Mate, the player that scored hasn't even scored in like almost two years, Nunic. And he does. He shouldn't even be at the club anymore. He's he's been through quite a lot with a big knee injury, and he's not been the same since. I don't know why he's still here, and he scored against you that guys. That's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on from that. Actually, you know what, Steve? One more thing I want to put to you here. Do you yeah. think? What do you think the balance between Fortunis Valbuena? I mean, we're seeing that Fortunis is always coming on in the second half for the bigger games. And it's essentially when we might be chasing things. Do you think we might need to change it around? I don't know what, like, I'm, this is the one time I'm starting to question Martin's ability to be able to utilize those two players. When the two have started more recently, I felt like it's worked a little bit better. I mean, you guys can disagree with me, but I've actually felt like they haven't got in each other's way. They haven't occupied each other's space uh, for times in the game. And I felt for the most part, when they have started together, it's, it's been okay. I, I don't think it's, it's perfect. We want a, a more out and out winger mm. and play either one of them at the number 10. But yeah, I thought they, I thought, I don't know. I think, I think having Fortunis when we're uh, coming on, when we're chasing the game is a big problem because while he can impact the game positively, then the moment he comes on, the opposing team knows exactly who to mark because we're, we're bringing him on exactly. specifically to impact the game. So they know, right, if we just mark the player, this impactful player off the pitch, then we, they're not going to do anything. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, if Valbuena doesn't actually play, Fortunis is going to start against Arsenal no matter what now. So, yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, it's just food for thought. It's probably the only time I'm, I'm really starting to question Martin's ability to be able to get the best out of them two players. Oh, um, no, George, you're going to be Martin's out. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, no, 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 no. He's a fantastic coach for us. But I'm just thinking yeah, that yeah, yeah. He, he's been there long enough. He's worked with the two players long enough. Clearly, he should can't, should be a way to get them both on the field at the same time. Anyway, yeah. we'll see. All right, moving we'll on. Um, Apollon. 1-0 winners over Panetolikos, a 63rd-minute goal to Zlivka. Um, now, afterwards, Michael, what happened there with the coach for Apollon? He resigned. He Apparently, the word is he didn't inform them at all. He just walked away because um, the team manager, Yorgos Kaznaferis, so he's actually a good friend of um, Yorgos Paraskos, as far as I'm aware. So... They sacked Kaznaferis midweek, and that that actually quite upset Barascos a lot. The, so the deal was is Kaznaferis leaves, Barascos walks away too. Okay. So he walked away after that match, and I'm hearing word that uh, Marcus Chavos is going to be hired. Marcus I don't know how to feel about that. So mm. who was he coaching last? 
Uh, he's coached. He hasn't he coached? Yeah, he's been around the block, hasn't he? Yeah. He yeah. last coached Panatoli Costa this season. He got sacked and then Velas uh, replaced him. That's it. There you so, um, at the moment, Barascos is in, in his hometown, Castoria. So, there's currently word that he may not coach again. So, this could be the, the last hurrah for him in okay. a sad way. So, we'll, uh, we will see. We'll see. We will see. We'll see. All right. Moving on, Aris, 1-0 winners over Ofi. They just keep going down and down. Uh, goal to Mitroglu. He finally started the match um, for his new club, although it didn't last long. Started in the 22nd minute there. Um, but that was enough for Aris to do a job on the Credence. So this season is going from bad to worse to... I reckon they're probably relegation favourites, to be quite honest, uh, <clears throat> now. Mitroglu has an injury. That's why it came off. Yeah, he came. Yeah, well, sorry, I should have said. He's got that. a he's got a quad injury, so it looks it, like um, he's going to be out. Looks like going to be out for a couple of weeks or so. Maybe that's a reason why they weren't playing him. Who knows? Mm. Um, all right, uh, continuing on. Um, Asteras hosted Bus and trying to hold on to their. Well, they're in the top half there, but Bus did a job on them in the 85th minute. A uh, Brenner goal was the difference in that game. Um, and that broke the deadlock there in that match there. Um, Nico, Rathnaikos, 2-1 winners over Bauk. Goals to uh, Maheda and uh, Ioannidis with an 84th minute goal to Germanček for um, Bauk. How did you see that? I think um, Donnie and myself have to keep death riding this team and just have no hope. It was <laughs> only a week ago we, we wrote our chances of Europe off and we're back all of a sudden. Well, you're back because results went your way, yeah, and you yeah. won. Yeah, it was a Nick, classic Nico, uh, Bologna type game. Nico, what yes. did I say last week? You were favourites. Yeah, yeah I said did. it, man. You did. You did. <laughs> Look, we didn't play well, though. It was a classic Bologna type game. Our first great chance on goal, and we scored. Great ball in from Giovanni's brilliant ball. Uh, the keeper probably could have done better to save uh, Makeda's header, but. That, that the first goal in our games are so crucial, and that's what we have to do in the playoffs. Score first, and then it gives us something to defend. Yes. And then the second goal, we we broke forward again on the counter with, with players, and we actually missed the first chance, but we had someone there on the follow up. Well, you got the points, man. Um, interestingly enough, Maheda wasn't a started. great game. Maheda, but both teams were shocking. Maheda starting. What then? He, he he, he's going to need yeah. the squad. Oh, you, I knew this has been out of form. Yeah, and Villafanez has also and, started as and well. And Gambetsis was out injured for that yeah. one, I believe. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah, We're going to need to rotate the squad for the playoffs with the short turnaround. It's an interesting yeah, interesting way because, as you're saying, results went your way, and we'll speak about that one oh, soon massive. as well. Psychologically, um, the head of the playoffs. He's got the points, and all the results went your way yeah, for you guys. Massive, to, massive. To all of a sudden, back in contention. Well, Mark right. said 10 cup finals. Well, that's it. Now, now he's, you know, you got to say it. Then let's see if they can actually do yes. it as well. So, you got the coach for it there. All right, guys, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I thought I saw something happen there. All right. Uh, Lamia nil, Atromitos nil. Bit of a uh, missed penalty there by uh, Delatic just before half time, but uh, nothing really. Good. <laughs> Lamia, a little bit unlucky there. They should have won that game. Yeah, look, there was nothing riding in that match with regards to, you know, maybe Lamia trying to get themselves up a few more points there, but they got 
they got a point at home. Um, last game of the round, Volos, 1-0 winners over Aik. A 45th-minute goal to Duvikas was the difference. Uh, Barrientos got sent off in the 86th minute for Volos, but um, nothing changed. Greg? Oh, been owned by Volos this season, big time. Um, a very bad performance from Aik. Uh, we, we, we hardly created anything in the first half. We started to create a little bit in the second half. But Volos was double better with Ninis, Barrientos, uh, Martinez, Perea. They, they, they did so much better than us and they deserved the win. It was a penalty with the Vukas that got the win. The, the win. But um, uh, for Ayak, it's really wa- uh, some real warning signs at the moment. We're playing pretty ordinary football. The only game we've played recently where we played good was against Apollon. But Apollon, they're a, they're a team that you'll you dominate possession with. Um, so... I'm a bit worried about the playoffs. Um, and, I mean, at the moment, I don't even think I'd want AIC in Europe, even if it's in the Confederations League, because this team is uh, is really bad uh, uh, defensively. We've, we've been poor defensively all season, but now we're actually seeing our attack, which is, was a, a fear I had with Jimenez, uh, Manolo Jimenez, that taken over as coach, which I, I just thought might happen. And now we're seeing our attack really starting to suffer. Unless the ball goes to uh, Louis Garcia, um, uh, Levi Garcia, we, we don't do much. So um, some real warning signs there. Well, I mean, has they been speaking about potentially, I mean, you're saying you don't want them in Europe. Obviously, you would want them oh. in Europe. Has all, a, our has, teams, all our teams are getting... I, I would get Europe. knocked out straight away. Has yeah. Yona, has, has Melly spoken about investing in the future? Nothing. 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 I mean, the, we all state- thought with the new season coming, the new, sorry, the new stadium coming next season. Well, the new, yeah. Um, that there's going to be a big purchase. I mean, he's going to have to. If we if we go into the new stadium with this team, especially this defense, I mean, it's going to be quite embarrassing. Um, we we get away with some results because some of the opposition in Greece is a bit ordinary. But right now, besides Ofi, I think, and besides Ofi and Atromitos, I think a lot of the other teams can give us a pretty good run for their money. Yeah, look, I think it'd be crazy going into the new stadium, COVID. I'm assuming that would have settled, so they're going to have the stadium for it. But it would just be nuts if you don't. I'm also a little bit worried about, yeah, absolutely. He has to, he has to. to, The other thing I want to say is probably a little bit worried about Mandalos' form lately, uh, going into these uh, with ethnic. I can talk about it later, but here's a bit of a worry. His form hasn't been fantastic. Um, I I think uh, Aninis has put him on show, if anything, lately. So uh, watch this space with that. Yeah, Aninis started again. uh, Didn't last Did so well. Linked with a return to Banathanae And Ayek. Oh, really? Yeah, so apparently both teams are keeping a very close eye on him okay. and he's on both teams' radar. How many goals was that for Duvikas now this season? Anyone Ten. know? Ten, Ten. okay. Ten. Double digits, nice. Okay, wow. nice. Yeah, he's been going well. All right, so to wrap up the uh, first part of the season, Olympiakos finished on top on 67 points. Adis finished second on 51. Aik third on 48. Balk 47. Pathanaikos 45. Astedas wrap up the top six on 42. The best of the rest, Volos on 33, uh, Bas on 31, Apollo on 28, uh, where are we? Tromitos uh, 28, Lamia 23, Panetolikos 20, Ofi have stayed on 19 points, I think, for the last 12 rounds, uh, <laughs> even more. And um, Larissa sitting last there on 16 points. So we believe the round is going to spoil. The season splits in half. I don't think they have a. Do they have a 
do they have a schedule yet, Michael? Yes. Uh, there is a schedule out? Yes. No dates. I think the, the playoffs will start this weekend. No okay. dates, though. Okay, no so dates. they've got... All right, perfect. So we'll I didn't know they started. Playoffs? Playoffs are the air. Playoffs this weekend. I didn't this know weekend. that. There is a schedule. Yeah. I thought it would be after the international break. Uh, well, I've got match day one for AIC on 21st of uh, March against okay. Polk. We've got a status away, I yeah. think, first game, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, okay. All right, well, we'll move on then. We'll just double-check if we haven't got our wires crossed, but I believe that the, the no, I believe going to start. Yeah. First round this weekend, and then weekend. it would have stopped for the international break. Yep, all right. Perfect. All right, move on to Super League 2. So we'll get the games up here now. So where are we? So 11th of March was the first match. Okay, Xanthi, 1-0 winners over Doxa. A Shroyan goal in the 31st minute separated the two teams there. Khanya, uh, 1-0 winners over Kareskakis. Uh, Kareskakis had a player sent off in the 26th minute, Stephen Rubangunka, um, with the Diamantopoulos goal in the 73rd minute separating them two. Uh, Apollo and Larissa, away to Rodos, got the biscuits there with a goal to Athanasiadis. Klaus. Uh, Klaus, yeah, big boy Klaus. Klaus. Yeah, big boy he Klaus. stopped. He stopped the Algoras' winning streak. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he got the goal. He's the found his level, apparently. In the uh, 52nd minute there for um, for Larissa there. Uh, Levadiakos, 1-0 winners over El Hotelis. Uh, Miguel Bianconi, penalty in the 26th minute, separated them two. So, El Hotelis, um, first loss in a while there. Uh, Ionikos, 3-2 winners away from home over Tricala. Now, Tricala went 2-0 up. Rizoyanis in the 15th minute and Skondras in the 26th minute uh, had goals for them. But in the second half, a Martin Rolle goal in the 62nd minute and two injury time goals in the 91st minute to Yorgos Manilas and Matias Castro in the 95th minute. Got the uh, biscuits for Ionikos there. Uh, where are we? Trikala coach, no more. So he's out. Mm. Yep. Was sacked afterwards? He got sacked. Not after the match, but when he um, went into training, the players revolted. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Even the players that... revolted because he did not go in the locker room after the game, and he was also shouting. And he came out in the radio saying he was shouting at himself, not at the players. Yeah. Fair well. enough. Okay. <laughs> well, it, interesting. I mean, look, they were up 2-0 and then they lost the game 3-2 with two goals in injury time. So, I, like, can you blame the coach? I don't know. Like, it, it's a bit hard there. Anyway. All right. Uh, Xanthi, 3-0 winners away from home um, against Doxa. Um, Dimutsos, um, Tatos and in the first half and another goal to Tatos in the second half uh, had them... Go on a three, go on and win three nil. So that's two wins on the bounce there uh, in, the, in the space of a couple of days over the same side. And uh, Ofi got a big one nil win over Panahaiki. Uh, Maro de la Costa gone the 62nd minute was the difference in that game there. So we'll go through the um, table here. El Hotelis, even after their loss, is still up the table there with 28 points. Levadiakos, 27. Uh, Rodos, 26. Ionikos, 25. Xanthi, 23. Panahaiki, 18. Hanya, and that wraps up the top six, sorry. 
Uh, best of the rest, Hanya sitting in seventh spot on 18 points, Tricala 15, Apollon 14, Doxa 11, Ofi 10, and Kadaiskakis lucky last on seven points there. All right. Just before we move on, yes. I don't know if you guys heard this, the, the Panachaiki uh, owner, I, feel, I don't know his name, but I believe he put out a statement after that loss with uh, Yerapetra. He called his own players tourists. <laughs> he's, he's channeling the ex-owner you know, <laughs> way of dealing dealing with his players instead of <laughs> oh well there you go I mean look, look it looks like this season you know when you start losing games like that they're, they're a yo-yo and they haven't been able to sort themselves out Xanthi looks like they've uh, you know, leveled out a bit now under Dennis so they picked it up the results there I'll be uh, up there yeah, Edward Telly's still doing good. Levadia Corsa going to be up there as well, as we've seen. So it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that season pans out in Super League 2. All right, boys. Ethnic your mother. Big news there. Michael, did you want to read out the squad? Have you got it handy? Or... Um, okay. The squad. Now, there is a certain player that I want to express my frustration on. And... It is none other than Haris Mavrias. Mavrias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh dear. I want to read out the squad. So, the goalkeepers, Vlachodimos, Diodis, Capino. Defenders, Tsavelas, Hadzidiakos, Zvarnas, Kiriakos, Papadopoulos, Mavrapanos, Andruzos, Mavrias. I'll get into him later. Yanulis. Simikas Kiriakopoulos. So the midfield. Zeka, Puchalakis, Siopis, Fortunis, Pelkas, Pakasetas, Mandalos. And the attackers. Tsolis, Limnios, Masuras, Yakumakis, Pavlidis, Duvikas. So two new call-ups out of that squad. Mavropanos and Duvikas, which I'm looking forward to. Um, we've, we've also seen the return of Kiriakos Papadopoulos. Which is a nice addition. I'm, of course, there's some people that are skeptical about it. I, I can see why, but he's he's still a talented player, and he's had a few he's had a few turbulent years in, in his he's career. Huge, so he's a huge injury, but he, he was always talented. So yeah, yeah. So all right, he's doing well in Croatia. He's doing well in Croatia. But the one caller I am that has really flipped me out when I saw the squad is Karis Mavrias. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys saw the statement John Van Skip put out. What did he, he say? Said that? That he, he, he said that he rewards players on good performances. Mavrias hasn't even played since November last year. <laughs> can anyone? Can anyone put the puzzle together? Maybe maybe performances, Michael. Maybe that's what you meant. But we we don't have many, if any, right back. Well, that's it. We, we do. We do. Stelios gets you in Turkey. He's been playing every week. Yanis Masuras is playing every that, week that, in Poland. Yeah. Yeah. And Got to us. Well, I don't know about Rota. Rota has not been called. Yeah. Injured. Um, and Weiss has gone backwards at Offi with the club. When they, yeah, he's gone backwards. Yeah. But Got to us, Kitsu, Masuras are the three right backs that should be first on the list. Oh, oh, I, don't, I don't think he'll start him anyway, Michael. Hey, Greg. Um, yeah. Zvarnas. Right back. Wow, Pot man. Potential oh. right back. Mate, I hope not. It's, yeah. It would be a tragic day when we have Zvarnas as right back 
now, but in all seriousness, did he ever play right back? Um, I mean, has he played right back before? Zvarna. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Right, he's like he's even a centre back. He's always he been a centre back. Yeah. Yeah, he was a makeshift right back for Jimenez, even though we had much better players. Yeah. You know, and this whole this whole thing, it's so sad that a player like Vasil Antonopoulos at Ajax, who was doing starting to develop, do so well, has just been pushed aside for Zvarna. Um, I mean, compared to Mavrias, I would have taken him over Mavrias any day. So, um, uh, 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 yeah, it's it's a puzzle. Yeah, a right back, Helmer. Nico, we don't it, think Andrutsos will start. I, that's what I think will happen. He probably will start. Surely, surely. Yeah. Andrutsos will start. Andrutsos yeah. will start. But you've got a, you need a perfect backup, and Mavrias is not that guy. You're, you're right. Look, I think there's more pressing concerns. We can get by. I think we can get by. I think that's yeah. The oh. the other interesting one I saw was uh, Capino. Yeah, the- but again, he won't play. He won't even play in the friendly. No, yeah, he, yeah, he won't play. Well, just didn- yeah, he won't. Well, I mean, well, isn't the this wasn't the this injured not long ago? But he's okay now, right? Yeah, he's all good. yeah, he yeah. played on the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, no, look, it's interesting there. There's a couple players that the, the midfield scares the shit out of me, eh? Yeah, Zeka, Bukalaki, Siopes, Fortuny, Spelkas, Pacasetas, Mantalos. Yeah, look, it's really, really long. It's just sixes and yeah. tens. There's no weight yeah. there. Gurbel yeah. is still injured. Alexandropoulos has been yeah injured for a while, and uh, Galanopoulos still injured. Oh, uh, that's a big. That, he's a huge loss for us. Those so three would have made a difference. Yeah. yeah, big time. I mean, look, they got. Yeah, I mean, we've got Siolis, uh, Limnios, and Masuras. Uh, Pavlidis can also. Drop in the mid, uh, out wide. Uh, Let's yeah. go through it. Who, who would your keeper be? If you if you guys all had to pick a keeper, who would start? Well, for me, Vlachodimos. He's not okay. playing, but uh, I think he's yeah. All right, so I'd go view this because he has been playing. Okay, all right, fair enough, Greg. I would say Vlachodimos, but if it was yeah. the Udis, I wouldn't be disappointed. Look, I wouldn't be disappointed. I, right, yep. yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed. Four, okay, so we'll go. Yanulis left back. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I love I love Simikas, but he's not played enough. Nah, Simikas is yeah. friendly. In that That's right. Open. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We we all agreed right back Andrutsos. Andrutsos, yeah. This yep. is where it gets a little bit. Uh, Hadziviakos is out suspended for the first game. Okay, so, so I so would take. Um, you got Mavropanos. Mavropanos and Savelas. Not, not Papadopoulos. I'd go Mavropanos oh. for sure. I'd go Papadopoulos. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Papadopoulos has been picked. Oh, yeah, Papadopoulos and um, yeah, uh, I Mavropanos. I agree. Well, Greg's saying well, the... what JVS will do and not what he should do. I think we'll see Zavella. You'll see something. Yeah. I'm going to back yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. we will. I think, yeah, I think what we want and what we get is two different things. So I think yeah, that's right. He's relied on Savela. He likes him. I think he's going to be a starter and it's, it's going to be otherwise. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and then you've got your right wall. We said on to us. Now the midfield. Nico. Oh, it depends on the formation. I'd, I'd go like either a 4-3-3 or a variation of it. 4-3, 4 mm-hmm. Especially against Spain, you'd want two guys sitting in protecting the back four. So I'd go Zeka, who's going to do that, and I'd go Bukhalakis to partner him. Yeah. Again, it scares me. That's our that's our weakness there, and I'd play Fortunis in that more advanced role because we can't leave Yakumakis up front isolated. No, that's right. Yep, boys. Michael. Um, I'm with Nico. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Nico, but um, if I see Pacasetas, we will that's against best. Spain. We will. I'll flip. And we will see. He's going to be back passing all the way to whoever's the goalkeeper. He might even be captain. 
He'll be captain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're going to see him, and probably with the armband. And then it's we've tragic. Got, and then yeah, we've got is. the it's up, up front should pick itself. Yeah, itself, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. on one side yeah. and Limios on the yeah. other. Now, yeah. and I want to see what Duvikas can now, do in the friendly. Here's the elephant in the room, guys, and we're getting conflicting uh, stories about what actually has happened. Now, um, Socrates and Manolas. Michael, do you want to give us the stories that the, give us okay. the okay? From yeah, okay. I'll start. I'll start from the beginning. I'll start from the beginning when we were posting rumors of their returns from Sport yeah. Time. So they were the first to report on these uh, potential call-ups by John Van Skip. You could argue that they were accurate, but still, it's just speculation. Yep. But um, then Open TV. Uh, uh, revealed uh, revealed that John Van Skip that John Van Skip invited them to the ethnic year, but both of them rejected on their own on their own terms. Um, whether whether you believe it or not doesn't matter. We know about open open TV that they're owned by Balk, but believe whatever you want. And then just just before open TV, Socrates went had an interview with a uh, Arsenal journalist. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you catch that. Uh, interview so he, he said in that interview that no one reached out to him but between that interview and open tv there was a five-day gap maybe there was contact but we don't know yep. so something is happening behind the scenes so when the squad list came out john van skip said in a statement after that he did contact both of them and he informed them about the team team's preparation is now complete and is they're still in the plans he's not He's not excluded them from the squad completely uh, like he did with Siovas. But, yeah, they're still in the plans. Um, just and, um, and I read an article after that they both refused Socrates and Manolas because they want to see Zagorakis as the new president of EPO, which is quite re- interesting, but I, don't, I find that hard to believe, that, but, but we will see. So let, <laughs> let's, 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 try, let's try to break this down. Yeah. Nico, so... They between a open TV interview and a Arsenal fan TV interview, a player said, "I haven't been spoken to," and then a player apparently has rejected the call. Now we're hearing, now we're hearing that they're only going to play for the ethnic girl mother if Zakodakis becomes a president of um, the EPO. What I don't get is that yeah. so that's still playing for the ethnic year if Van Ship was coach. That's what I don't get. That's why this whole thing doesn't maybe make. Maybe it's Chinese whispers. This is why, yeah, I don't get that. And where does Manolas fit in all of that at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Greg, I, how do you see? I this? can't make sense of it. Well, I'm I'm just reading an article which is saying exactly this. They uh, they they refused um, JBS's uh, approach to them for to join the ethnic year. Uh, and citing that timing wasn't great to j- put the Greek jersey on. Um, uh, some of it's got to do with uh, how they were, you know, how they felt being treated uh, in the earlier games. Uh, but uh, it's basically saying they'll put the jersey back on when Thodoris Zagorakis uh, becomes uh, president of the of EPO. So um, there's obviously some politics in there. We all, we all know how we feel about Gramenos. But at the same time, Grameno was at Epo. He was the one when they had the big cry about Anthanasia, uh, uh, Angelos Anastasiadis as coach and um, wanting him out. So he, he got rid of him um, and bringing in JVS. So 
It's Mate, some pretty muddy waters. It's, it's it's muddy water. very it's, weird. The way I see it is like I explained it, like I like shed my thoughts ages ago on there. The two players, no way. Why would they come back when the team is going to get in the heart? They should have been called back in the previous campaign in the uh, the Nations League. Nations League. Yeah. Now, calling them back now, they're on a hiding to nothing because we go and we play Spain and we get flogged. It's their fault if they both start. If they don't play, well, you know, it's still their fault. It, it's such a lose-lose situation for them and for us fans and, and everyone involved, unfortunately. So, look, I hope... Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what the outcome's going to be. The outcome's just a mess right now, I think. Steve... How do you say? I'm with Greg on this. I think it's um if, if if this is what both of them have said about Ramenos, I think it's a hugely political move for them to kind of maybe try and force Ramenos out eventually and have Zakorakis uh, come in instead. I feel like that's maybe the angle they're going for. But how like, does that but like you said, but how does that but like you, exactly that's the thing. Like you said, it's it's sort of like well he kind of helped get rid of um, Anastasia this in the first place, so. And they're still happy know. to play. And they're still happy to play for a coach that. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. I and know then, it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird situation because there's so many different voices and nothing is kind of fitting together. And it. And uh, yeah, it the just other makes no the sense. other part about this, and you guys can you know, put on it, like, Silva's got booted out of the side because he spoke about his mate Manolas. So why would Manolas then turn around and say, oh, "I'm willing to play for you, JVS, after you've just shafted my mate"? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they think if, they if, can control Zagorakis, maybe. I, don't, I really don't know. Well, I don't think it'd be foolish for Zagorakis. Like it'd probably be the worst case scenario. Zagorakis, surely he can't be sitting back saying this is a great move for me now either. Yeah. 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 Uh, I one see thing no difference. It, it's a power play without. Like I don't understand. It's just it's just a mess, and I think JVS created this mess himself. To be honest, man. I he just, partly did. He partly did. The other side of it, you can kind of, it kind of makes things a little clearer in regards to the, these two players, Manolas and Papasathopoulos, because for me, this is a time when Greece needs you. We're playing Spain, yeah. and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna rely on combinations that have never played together before. Yeah. Um, you should be stepping up and saying, oh, "I'm going to jump in and help the Ethniki, you know, get try get to a, a, a the big stage, which we haven't done since 2014." Instead, you know, uh, it's it's getting political, not right timing, a lot of bullshit about it. So. Um, uh, you know, and some, some of it, they should have uh, stepped up and really been part of this, I reckon. No, especially, especially that we have a direct competitor for second in Sweden, you know. that They're making big moves, bringing back Zlatan, whether he'll influence Sweden hugely, I don't know. Could do, could not. But, you know, we, we there's a good possibility we'll lose out to them for, um, for second place and we'll finish third, maybe lower. It, 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 the whole thing doesn't make sense. It's just there's, there's mixed... I don't know. There, there's so many moving variables in this whole thing, and they've all stuffed it up. I think that from the top, uh, Graminos has a lot to answer for. The coach has a lot to answer for. The players have a lot to answer for. And who are the, who's the people that are going to suffer? The fans, you know? And they're just going to drive a bigger wedge between the fans and the actual ethnic your mother when there's a yeah. record. You know, when it, when there was no limits on stadium capacities, they were getting 500 people to a game. And, you know, like, it doesn't fill you with confidence now that key players are saying, well, we're not going to do this unless this happens and that happens, but you're still playing under the same coach. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, it's, just it's a it's a positive. They're used to playing with no crowds. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And to be honest, you know what? And I've said this a million times before as well. 
JVS to just grow a pair and say, you know what, I'm cutting the rope on these boys. That's it. I'm not picking them for A, B, C, D. That's it. They're out of. As long as I'm the coach, this is what's going to happen. If you don't, I don't. That's right. I don't. Yeah. And you just end the speculation right then and then and then. You say, as long as I'm the coach, this is going to happen. If the system wants to back me, fair enough. If the system doesn't want to back me, sack me and then go do whatever he's want to do. But he's not doing that either. So he's just made a mess of it as well. It's just. It's amateur hour and it's typical of Greek football, you know, in these situations like that, which does your head in. Um, Steve, on a, you know, the, the poor Cypriot FA's in the same pretty much situation as well. Eh? You're second oh, coach. Oh, don't even get me Cyprus. started. You know, the thing is with Cyprus, I haven't seen an, I mean, I imagine they have announced their national team squad, but I haven't found it. I haven't seen anything. I, I, I can maybe make an educated guess as to who we've picked, but yeah, I mean the Cyprus FA are, are, ju- are just as bad as the as, as the Greek one, you know. So I mean, the, the only good thing they did recently was was hire that new uh, hire the new coach, hire the new assistant coach, you know. So that's that's encouraging because Joe, Joe Wellham just Joe, sorry Joe, Johan Wellham just uh, he you could see what he was trying to do in bringing in the youth and trying to. Um, trying to make them play a more expansive style of football. But then it was to our detriment because we then didn't have any leaders because he got rid of all the experienced players. We looked toothless for the vast majority of the time and we lost to Luxembourg. And I think that's, embar- that's embarrassing. That, that's your you know, fear. I know people, that's your fear people on social media are being like, that's yeah, people on fear. social media are being like, oh no, this is a good Luxembourg side. I'm like, I don't care how good this Luxembourg side is, supposedly is. Cyprus, with the players that we have, and we have a couple of talented young players as well. You know, we, we, we've got um, Sotirio, we've got Gastanos, you know, and we've got Gosti. All of these kind of players should be beating um, a Luxembourg team, and yeah. we lost. Yeah. I can't believe I've seen... Oh, you're right. I've not only seen... I've seen Greece lose to Faroe Islands twice, <laughs> and now Cyprus lose to Luxembourg. We're going to have to... We're going to have to give oh, you a segment, the, the Cypriot football Yeah, I'm going to have to start supporting speak. England. I'm going to have to start supporting England. That's how bad it's getting. <laughs> All right, boys, do you reckon um, you reckon he's knowing how Van Schip runs with his teams? Are we going to see many changes between the friendly and the first match? I think we have to. Uh, looking at the schedule, we've, um, we play – the friendly with Honduras is two days before the Georgia game. So, I actually got – I'm actually a bit – um, worried with that because uh, we're going to have to field an 11 and then field another 11 two days later. I mean, the Georgia game is critical that we win that game. Absolutely. We can't afford to have tied players. So I'm um, I'm a little worried. And, you know, Limnios, we saw last time what I feared would happen, happened. He played him in like, I think, two straight games or three straight games and he three was struggled games. by the third games. So I'm actually worried he's going to do the same thing again. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I... Yeah, that's what I think he will. I, I, I think he's going to play similar squad from. We'll the, say Duvikas will play against Honduras. Yes, he has to. Look, he should play. Yeah, he should play. Like in the second choice, whoever the second choice keeper is. To, to be quite in. honest, yeah, you should just play a second. The second lineup should play against um, Honduras, and then put a you know sub on a couple of players here here and there, or if you start them, sub them off after half an hour. Um, this is back to, to Marco's point, though. Why did he pick Mavrias? I mean, another right back. This was a chance for someone like Gotiras yeah. to have a chance to play at right back. The guy's 28. He's not young. Um, give some other players a real chance. Not Mavrias, who's been there already, has, has played one game in 2021. Doesn't really deserve a call-up. Metrios player. Um, that's just madness. So, 
I don't know what he's thinking and, there. And his narrative, he doesn't stick to his narrative picking players on form. So that's exactly, what yes, kind of frustrates yes. me. That frustrates me. Well, yeah. He's clearly, he's a favourite, but yeah, yeah, it goes totally against what he said. It's, well, that's right. And that's that's how coaches get unstuck. Because but just like, one thing, just just one thing on Mavrigas. Yeah, mate. He, apparently, he's got the same agent as Bukalakis and Mandalos. Maybe that's why he's in the ethnic gear. Maybe just for, like, uh, you know, for agent rights or something like that. I mean, this is not me saying it. Yeah. The Elaine and uh, the Greek f- French football account were discussing this. I saw it on Twitter. So I found that quite interesting. Maybe, maybe that has a yeah. enroll in the ethnic gear. Um, Who knows? Kyriakopoulos. Right back or left back? Left. Left back. Left back. Okay. Left back. Yeah, left back. Wow, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, can he play centre back? Um, yeah, no, he's more of a like a leg, can play left wing, like higher up okay. the pitch. Okay, cool. He, can he play actually center. played. He can he play centre back as well, okay. and he, he actually played. Um, he played a holding midfield position in the friendly with Austria for yeah. ten minutes, and I thought he looked so good. Like he gave us a whole new dimension. Much very technical, very good on the turnaround, very good in transition. So I actually liked what I saw from him. Gives us a completely different game to what yeah. Zeka can do. Um, uh, so uh, I mean, it'd be, I wouldn't mind left field sh- uh, call out here yeah. to see him getting some game time in the center there in the Honduras friendly. He's got he's got a great left foot. Um, yeah. Oh well, it's interesting to see how things go there. All right, boys. Well, I think we've pretty much gone through everything with the uh, the sneaky old mother. Have we missed anything, Nico? Boys. Uh, oh, Yakumaki's got a goal again on the weekend. Yeah, kids on. What number is that? Number twenty-four. <laughs> good time, good time before yeah. the Spain game. Yeah, that's it. Season. I'm worried. I'm worried about that game. Look, look, if we. I mean, something interesting at Venlo. They sacked their manager. So. Okay. Who knows what's going to happen next? Okay. Well, he's still scoring for a poor side there, so I think they're just building things around him nicely there. So hopefully he can take that form into the ethnic your mother. All right, we'll move on, gentlemen. Greek Cup. The uh, matches were. Put up there recently, Michael. Have you got the? Yes. Uh, yep. So, yes. So it's Bazdianina Olympiakos. That's the first leg, and Ike Balk for the semi-finals. So, quite interesting matchups. Uh, look, Bazdianina plays some nice football, especially the the dangerous on the counter attack. So, I remember watching Bazdianina's uh, earlier game with Olympiakos earlier in the season and they gave Olympiakos a, a difficult time to break a difficult time and they're really really uh, finger, figuring out um, uh, Olympiakos' uh, uh, patches in the defence they were getting in some nice positions and almost scored it was a uh, draw Olympiakos, it was a draw it was a draw yeah. and Olympiakos had a difficult time breaking them down so it's an interesting matchup I think some people are saying it's a walkover. No, it's not a walkover. Bazganana play some serious football. It's, it's not a walkover in that sense. It'll be interesting. More than likely, Olympia, of course, are going to be bombing out of the um, Europa League. So, and with with the points advantage that they have, if they can, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to put out a full strength squad um, in that match uh, to see, it, you know, to try to kill it off in the first leg there. Um, Greg, Ayak Balk. For the 45th uh, Yeah. It's not the final this time, um, Greg. Yes. Uh, so hopefully we uh, get some a little bit of revenge on Balk and uh, eliminate him. But um, it's a flip of a coin this game. 
Um, from you know, I've seen bulk. Their attack doesn't seem too bad. I mean, they they create a fair amount of chances, whereas where we've we used to do that, and at the moment we're not doing that. So um, right now, I probably think bulk might be the slight favorite in that. But that's a I think uh, we're gonna step. We're gonna have to step up for this and uh, show some true colors and show some passion and hopefully uh, get the win over bulk and knock them out. But uh, toss of a coin at the moment. Yeah, it's a, it is a tough one. Nickel, how do you see these games go? Um, and Donnie was spot on last week when he predicted the draw. That's right. I agreed with him. But yeah, he was, he was spot on. But wasn't it a couple of weeks ago you boys said that the draw was set for Arsenal <laughs> to make the final? Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> oh, this is what I mean. They go better when there's no expectation. <laughs> so how do you think? What do you, how do you think the games? The well, eight bulk is a toss yeah. of a point. That is whoever a... turns up on the day because both teams are shocking. Both teams are, yeah, they are playing. Fight. I see that we're going to penalties. As in a nil-all game, like a boring game that goes into penalties or just a high-scoring affair? Uh, from both games will be one-all. <laughs> both games will be one-all and then go to penalties. It, it really could be anything. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting one, that one. Yeah, Steve, you happy with the result? With the um, with the draw? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it wasn't for for that, we would have. If Bunnith and I got gone through, we'd be we'd be playing you guys right now. Yeah, so, you know, and that, and I'd be more wor- I'd be more worried about playing Bunnith and I got than playing Bus. But then, like Michael said, Bus have given us a a struggle uh, at times this season. I think in the second game, we did we was that the late winner that Hassan got? We yeah, finished the yeah. yeah, so yeah, if, if Hassan's fit, I'm sure he'll score another late winner against Bus to send us through. Um, yeah, but I'm 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 confident of, as always with Olympiagos against Bas, but you know they're not going to make it easy for us. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm just yeah, I was hoping to be honest we get bulk. I wanted to give him a bit of a spanking in the uh, semi-final, but uh, we could do it in the final if we both get. Well, both, so. yeah, no, I hope Ayek does a job on them. To be quite honest, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be nice. Easy one for you guys in the cup final if that happens. You never know. You might you might get a full steam ahead. <laughs> never say never. I mean, this Olympiacos side has been a bit of a roller coaster this year. Even though we, yeah. you know, it says a lot for the league that we've got that much of a points gap as well. It's an awful, awful league. Yeah, this season's awful. been pretty pretty poor, and it says a lot because of this Olympiacos squad would probably get flogged by last season's squad, Olympiacos squad. Uh, to be honest, but um, yeah. If if Ike Bal Bonathanek was whoever makes it, maybe take Adis out of the conversation. But those three Bonathanek was Ike and Bal. If they don't go hard in the summer, they're going to get torn apart if they make Europe. Yeah, well that's right. Completely. Well, Even all if right. It's conference league. Well, Trust Alafuzos to make signings. <laughs> yeah, bring in some nobodies. More <laughs> <laughs> <want> nobodies. <laughs> Well, we'll continue on. I'll, I'll keep you here, Nicole. So we'll go to the. We've pretty much hit the end now. So we'll go to the questions. We've got a few questions from uh, some people here. So from uh, Dylan Mobo at Dylan M O zero seven double one seven two two four. So give the guy a shout. Uh, do you think Artis is able to keep their second place during the playoffs? Nick? Oh, de- definitely able to. It's another thing whether they will. But they're definitely able. It's going to depend because of the turnarounds. So it could be Mitrov who got injured now, for example. They're going to play. That's going to play a role. But definitely they can. Look, they're in the box seat for second. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Mm. Guys, Michael. But stranger things have happened. Michael, do you reckon they've got the the capable of holding second spot? Yeah, they do. It doesn't matter if Mitrov was out. They've done well without him even before. Mm. So yeah. 
that, that that doesn't really matter if Mitroglou is I in mean, the squad or not. More, if there's more injuries that follow. If there's more injuries, yeah, that of course is going to play a factor. But uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the the stats that I posted on the last football account. They have one of the best winning rates in almost forty years, and their defense as well. So this is a record-breaking season for them. Oh well. You and you expect and you you wouldn't expect that from a coach like Manzius to turn them around so much. My only problem is is that. They have a lapse of concentration in the in the final moments of the game, and I've touched on it last week. So that's something that need that needs to be addressed. Well, we're going to see. I'm sure. And, and we're going to see now with the league split, Nicholas. Sorry, you know they're going to be playing the top six teams. Yeah. So we're going to see what they're made of. No, that's. I was going to go along the same lines. Like Bulk's confidence must be shattered to bits after losing to us. And Michael yeah. touched on last week their poor derby record and. They lost again on the weekend. Like, oh, yeah. It, it suits us playing these derby games because there's less expectation. We have less possession, which suits us. More counter-attacking. You actually had more possession in the game against Bulk as well, funny enough. G- generally, I mean. Yeah, in, yeah, in no, in gen- yeah. although they had more shots on goal. So. We, we had nothing until the you're, you're 38, we- 40th minute, whatever it was. You're a weird side because if you look, if you just look at the stati- – without even knowing the result for the Snake Horse game, if you just look at all the stats of the game – You'd think that you got flogged sometimes, and then you're like, "No, nah, we actually won one nil or something." Yeah. And then like when I you said, yeah. the first goal is absolutely crucial in our games because if we concede, there's no way we come back. We yeah. we don't have the the mentality, we don't have the quality either. But if we do score first, it gives us something to hang on to, and we defend for our lives. You can hang it off it. Yeah. Just just the stat here, just regarding part of the night course, it's this is I don't know. Maybe this is not a surprise to you, Nico, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spill it out right now. Uh, of all the 26 rounds, 11 matches, you have, you've had more than 50% of possession. You've scored seven goals, conceded seven. That's a win rate of 27.3%. You had a win record, you had a record of three wins, three draws, five losses. Three of those losses were under Poyados. And a, and a draw with under the interim coach, Silaidopoulos. Yeah. 15 matches, you've had less than 50% possession. This is under Bologna. Yeah. Most of it. 23 goals, conceded 12. 66.7% win rate. And a record of 10 wins, 3 draws, 2 losses. It says it all. You do, it says it all. We about the ball. The Bologna star, mate. You're going to go to Europe. <laughs> I'm so slow. I have a Jew. And your, and your record against the top six, against the not top bad. six side, sorry. It's not bad. Like I said last week, it's it's better than Bulk's. We, we've For, beaten, Olymp- at our worst, we've beaten Olympiacos, Aris, Aik and Bulk this season. We've beaten them all. Yes, yeah. and yeah. You've, garnered, you've garnered 14 points against the top six sides. Yeah. yeah. If, if you just wanna... picked up a few more points in those other games. Just, ch- just a handful, five, six more points. Hmm. I'll chuck another stat for you here, guys. Um... I just had a quick look at uh, Poyatos. He's uh, coaching currently in Japan. Japan, yes. Uh, for Tokushima Vortis. And uh, they've, they've played four matches and they've had uh, two losses and two draws. They're still winless. <laughs> any senior coaching career. Oh, goodness me. That's, uh, that's pretty much how you guys started as well. Eh? No, uh, did we have a couple of draws or were they, or maybe one or two draws? I one was... draw. And that was with Larissa. Yeah. No, yeah. So he, he's channeling his. Uh, but Nikos, uh, yeah. Nikos was his first 
senior men's job. Well, the, the, and he didn't win a game, and he's gone there and he hasn't won a game. And he hasn't won a game in <laughs> four matches. So, anyway. All right, we'll move on to the uh, next question there. So, we've got one here from uh, Chil Kiriako at Chokantas. Uh, what is going on with Socrates and uh, Manolas? Earlier, I heard both said no. Now, JVS is just experimenting and wants to use them both. Does anyone even know what the current situation is? Chilled, um, I think we spoke about it. Well, we did speak about yeah, it. Yeah, we've answered it yeah, in man. the previous conversations. Um, we know about as much as you do, brother. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, it's a moving beast. Um, and, you know, we've got our finger on the pulse. And when things pop up, just keep an eye, man. And, I mean, we're, we're going to get conflicting stories until we play a match and JVS gets answered the question uh, by a reporter, black and white. So hopefully the truth comes out there. All right. Uh, last question by um, Alex Kutakos, A. Kutakos on Twitter. Would you guys like, want a Super League with more than 14 teams? I personally would because it would provide rural cities, towns, a greater chance of having their team play in the top flight. Currently around half of the teams in the Super League are from Greater Athens or Thessaloniki. Greg, 14, well, I, grew up, 14 I, I grew up with uh, 18 teams Super League uh, for many years, so I've always been for that. Um, haven't, uh, yeah, I know, I know the quality. Uh, at times, I'd look, I'd, those were years when the quality was probably even better. So, um, and we've seen this year's the quality being absolute, you know, pretty only quality football. So I'm for it. Uh, the only thing that was uh, cringeworthy was some stadiums at times, but we've come, a, a, we've actually progress a fair bit in that department so uh and at the moment the way we are with our third division and fourth division uh being and then the second division is always stuffed up i think it would be good to have more teams to actually get give more teams um an opportunity in the top flight and get more players as well more greek players actually been on the field and getting some good playing time so um i, I am i am for it what's your what's your number 18 <clears throat> Uh, 16. 16, yeah. And that yeah. 16, yeah. you don't have to go through playoffs or anything. You can get through the whole season. Whole, yeah. Um, and it's it's based on the home and away. Um, and it's done like in that way like it always was. Yeah. Fairer. Yeah. 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 Michael? Yeah, 16 teams. On the side. 16 teams, yeah. Yeah, Steve, I agree. Nickel, yeah. I yeah, mean, 16, 16 teams. Look, no, 18, I don't think we've got the quality to spread it across 18 teams. We've seen it this season. But I see both sides to the argument. I think 14 teams, sorry, Steve, I think 14 teams, What how it is set out now is a bit too low because with this playoffs and the split league, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. You're going to get crowds back, like we said, and you're going to water down all these derbies. Well, we're not we're not a plastic league. Stephen said it before. If we got through the cup, we would have played you guys again. That would have been six derbies this year. It's an overkill. Yeah. It's a massive overkill. That's right. Whereas yeah. if you, And then people, and with the points difference as well, the way the league has gone. Um, yeah, the derby matches aren't going to really mean much anyway towards the end of the season. Ooh, artists deserve to finish second. They, they, you know, the regular season, it should stand. It should stay like that. That's it. Yeah, Greg. We finished fifth. The only thing um, that is a bit of a shame, I would have loved to have seen if we had crowds back, how they would have reacted to the playoffs. Because I know last season before Corona or hit, um, it was getting quite interesting and I was really keen to see uh, what, what the crowd attendance was going to be like. Uh, we were going to get big crowds to the playoffs, which potentially would make it work. Or are we going to see, you know, Aik, Panathinaikos, Olympiakos, Aik, Panathinaikos, Olympiakos, et cetera, with really small crowds, which would obviously be a big failure. So that's a, that's that was a key ingredient that we won't be able to see for a while. Hard to tell, uh, Greg. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know what the the hooligans as well. You got that factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's spot on, Nico. As well, it's hard to tell because you've got these external factors that dictate a lot of things as well with regards to crowds. Yeah. And then and an EPO that the minute someone you know, oh. scratches their nose, if someone goes to light, light a cigarette in the stadium, oh, that's it, stadium ban. That's a whole new to- that's a whole topic we've never yeah. touched on because of the era that we're doing this in. But that's that's something to talk about when uh, that scenario happens again one day. And this is why we need going back. We need a better EPO to deal with. This. Yes, you can't yes. just you can't just you can't just do stadium bans. It doesn't correct because it just correct. It wrecks the team. I mean, clubs that were getting twenty five, thirty thousand back in the day are struggling to get six, ten thousand now. And then when you couple it with more stadium bans and you give the hooligans what they want, and then they just end up. It just yeah, anyway. Sorry about that. Steve, what do you think? What's your magic number? Well, I, I started watching the Greek Super League when it was 18 teams and then when it fell down to 16 and now, obviously, 14. I'd, I'd, I'd take 16 or 18. Probably 16, though. I think, yeah. All right. Yeah. 16 is good. All right, fellas. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good show, boys. Um, look, as usual, guys, we're on all the big platforms. If you like what you hear, um, we'd love if you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, bumps us up and gets us all the good stuff as well. Um, love the questions. Keep putting them through, please, guys. Um, yeah. And uh, look forward to another week of football. Gents? Yeah. Good speaking Thanks to you. Thanks very much. Till next week. All yes, right. George. See you later. Bye.